Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys and gals. Thanks for coming to our show. Here's some things we want you to know. The Peanut Gallery, a Charlie Brown-themed art show at Meltdown Comics, February 5th at 7 p.m. Everybody knows Charlie Brown. Peanuts have been a part of comic and animation history for over 50 years, influencing many generations of cartoonists and artists. Now, come check out over 100 artists from all different backgrounds draw these classic characters in a way you've never seen before. Grand opening is Friday, February 5th, 2016 in the Nerdist Showroom at Meltdown Comics, 7522 Sunset Boulevard. A new service coming to Meltdown Comics, Moped Hero. $5 comic book delivery in Los Angeles, serving Hollywood, WeHo, Bev Hills, Echo Park, Silver Lake, Midtown, and Downtown. A proud partner with Meltdown Comics. What it is, is basically what it sounds like. A dude on a moped, going about Los Angeles, delivering you your comics. Forget Amazon. Take up Moped Hero. Sign up at www.mopedhero.com or call 425-736-6476 and get those comics delivered via moped. Shout out to our good friend, Mr. Mike Levine. The Oh, the Flesh You Will Eat signing, January 27th, 7 p.m. Devastator Press and Meltdown Comics and Collectibles are proud to present... Mike, Dr. Virus, spelled a lot like Dr. Seuss, Levine, author of Oh, the Flesh You Will Eat, one of Split Sider's best comedy books of 2015. Get a copy of our limited first edition hardcover signed by Mr. Dr. Virus himself. Bring your face masks. He's contagious. More praise for Oh, the Flesh You Will Eat, the perfect graduation gift for flesh-eating bacteria on the go and meat bugs alike. Nathan Rabin, author of Weird Al, the book. Disgustingly awesome, hilarious, perverse, and fun. John Lehman, creator of Chew. If you read one lyrical ode to flesh-eating pathogens, make it this one. Jeff Loveness, writer of Groot. Yep, 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 yep. Dude, do you want me to um keep doing the beatbox? Yeah. <laughs> I I did wait to hear your answer, but as soon as you opened your mouth is when I started. No, it, went, it flowed well. I want somebody to come on and just like be like, it's cute what you do. It is cute, but and then just destroy me. But stop. Not yeah. stop. I want them to say keep like, going. I want them to be a mentor. I want them to be like, are you serious about this? And I'll be like, I'm 90% serious <laughs> about your this. Mouth ready? 
And you gotta be 100%, kid. You gotta be 100. You gotta give up everything. Say goodbye to mom and pops back home on the farm. I don't live on a farm, sir. It doesn't He's matter. Starting a new life. You gotta live on a farm. We go to Tibet just to beatbox. <laughs> Learn the ancient Zen ways of beatboxing. Of beatboxing. Yeah. I imagine it's just mouth relaxation. That happened in uh, How I Met Your Mother. Go on. He went to go learn how to do the perfect slap. The perfect oh, slap? Yeah, yeah. Like a... Like a slap across the face. Oh. It was great. Uh, I want to learn the glove slap. The perfect, like... Oh, pull So when I have one, one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I feel like I got to go to Europe so for that one. Welcome to Mailcast. Hey, everyone. Hi. Hi. I'm Aristotle. Eddie. This is Aristotle. And I'm Derek. And I'm Aristotle. This is, this is Eddie. But so I'm do, Aristotle. Do, okay. I'm just going to say my name once. And now I'm Derek. Um, we, we, <laughs> and now I'm Zod. We, uh, I'm Spartacus. We have more energy probably because... Groot nice. is the mid-afternoon. the afternoon. <laughs> the afternoon. Yeah. Um, we, decided, nice. we decided for multiple reasons, for the podcast reason, for our own just sort of like sanity. health and well-being <laughs> and sanity, that we should stop recording uh, in the wee hours wee um, after working hours. shifts. We're moving yeah. to the... St- PlayStation hours. Yes, this is the this is the PlayStation <laughs> hours. The Wii hours, the PlayStation oh, hours. Oh, God damn it. I almost said the Sony hours. We're like, no, it's not the Wii. Yeah, that'd be really shady, and like, I would question my security. Uh, good one. Um, <laughs> um, you, want so. about this, you want to talk about this news first? Yeah. Some news. Uh, we got a new trailer for Suicide Squad. We did. Uh, which was completely different from the uh, last trailer they because of Freddie Mercury. Uh, yep. It was a lot more colorful too. Yeah, yep. definitely. The, if the posters that they released were any indication, uh, and I think a lot of people that were very wishy-washy on like the last one, uh, yeah, came around a lot more with this trailer. I felt like they leaned into the fun side of it. Yeah, it I definitely, better. I definitely believe that. Um, it's going to be grounded and there's going to be, you know, some serious undertones to it, but also playful. I was having a, a discussion with someone and I, I still personally don't like the way Jared Leto's Joker looks. It's, it's a weird. But Sans his tattoos? Point, with the tattoos. He still has the tattoos. No, 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 no. But I mean, if the tattoos were gone? If the tattoos were gone and he didn't have a grill, I'd be maybe a little more uh, open to it. Yeah. Um, well, but remember... I can't remember if I like divulged what I knew. Yeah, that they that there's a reason why he has cap teeth. teeth. Yeah, and I, I I get that. It's just, I mean, that I'm digressing from from what the point I was trying to make. Yeah. But uh, I was having a discussion with someone, and I was like, I don't think that he's going to be a bad Joker. I'm actually looking forward to mm-hmm. seeing him play the Joker because I I Jared Leto's it's a really a good actor. Joker. Yeah. Um, and I've I've liked him in everything he's been in. Um, I just don't like his look so much. Mm-hmm. Like I, I liked how um, he's got the slick black hair. Yeah, and he's a lot like the Joker that he's going for feels a lot more like the like the Joker in the current comics. Yeah, which is re- um, which is really cool. But that was my that was my one thing is just like the weird tattoos. I even like a, a Harley Quinn. Yeah. I feel that that's a spot on. Harley Quinn. Yeah, yeah, she's not so she's not so B man ish. You know what yeah. I mean, Mister B man, yeah. like that. But I don't know, like a two and a half hour movie of that or two fifteen movie of that. I I like. 
I, I mean, there's other characters in there. I'm sure. I'm, I'm mostly excited for Captain Boomerang and Katana. Oh yeah, they look. When Captain Boomerang my... comes out of like a body bag ish yeah, thing, he so just, just punches a guy, socking people. That's, that was my favorite moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on in that trailer. Oh, there's so much. There's yeah. just a point where they're Who like that armor guy in the subway, dude. Also, they're fighting demons of some sort. Well, yeah, I'm I'm assuming because of um the witch, Enchantress. yeah, Enchantress. Enchantress. That that's what. So there is going to be a lot going on in terms yeah. of military, in terms of supernatural, and ter- and it and it's just funny how they explain it. So he like because there's a guy that I had no idea what his powers were with the face tattoos. Oh yeah, uh, and then El it, Diablo. They, yeah, and then they yeah. show his like fire manipulation. Yeah, um, pyrokinetics. Um, uh, what what was it? The like burn stuff. Crocodile, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah, boomerang. Which um, <laughs> the, by a witch. the girlfriend was by a witch. immediately afraid of Killer Croc, which is how I feel yeah. like things should. You know, he's to us. I like, really haven't heard anybody complain about Killer Croc's design. I initially, not, I don't love it. I think I, w- I feel like I would have been a little upset if it had been CG. No, I would have. I would have been completely upset if it was yeah. CG. I think it looks great for yeah. practical. I think it is a step beyond thing. Practical thing from Fantastic Four, um, the not reboot, um, that I had issues with his practical effects. You know, I I, there just was an element of I don't believe those are rocks. I don't really see that as (laughs) whereas whereas his skin looks like crocodile skin. You know, so I think it looks great. There's just something about his face that I'm like, eh, we should. Get someone like I'm. I like the practical effect. It's yeah, he always the, the look of he the kinda, face. He like, just kind of looks like. What'd you say about my mom? <laughs> like always has that face on. I mean, yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, we also got Wonder Woman stuff. Yeah, oh, the, the yeah. DC like rolled out this week. Their um, just whole plans for the, the future. Woman stuff looks cool. Mm-hmm. The Wonder Woman stuff looks great. Let's talk real? about it. Uh, it's. It's nice to see that it's it's not necessarily going to be set in present day, which is what I assumed they were going to do. Mm. If not, go for a more like a movie that was more like a. I thought it would be both, like a Hercules type. You know, it still could. Yeah. I mean, what well, they showed I, us is a, a limited amount. Yeah. You know, but from what I had read, I could I could just be remembering it wrong. But you know what I think they're going to do is um, a more uh, Captain America First Avenger yeah, approach, yeah. and that's what which I, I think is that's great. What I felt. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was watching the, the the clips and stuff, but she looks great. Yeah, in the yeah. costume, uh, the fight scenes look really awesome. Yeah, they're very. It's funny because I know I well maybe I don't know. I didn't see the um, three hundred Rise of an Empire. Did you yeah. see that? Nope. No. Are there any girls fighting in that? Yeah, there are. Okay. Uh, I think. Uh, one of the oh main, yeah, the main the antagonist yeah. is a female, yeah. right? Yeah. It was it was interesting because. Um, I, uh, it looked 300-esque and like, a within a sort of Zack Snyder, even though he's Kinda, not at the helm. Uh, it, it, was, it, it was, definitely, but it, more, it's just, it had, it had, what I feel are going to be probably flashbacks of like period time. Like yeah. Is, it was a little ambiguous where she was fighting in that room. Yeah. So, forests. The forest, yeah, she's so, riding around in. I'm, I'm trying to figure out how much of it is going to be on Themyscira and how much of it is going to be like. Her in, in America. I would imagine first third, then mascara, the last two thirds. Yeah. Is probably because they show her in like period piece. In like, like a forest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but the the earth garb that she wears. Yeah. Oh, she's yeah. in glasses. And I thought it was very yeah. Clark Kent, but she, mm-hmm. I mean, she looked great as yeah. like a upper class woman too. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I'm excited because it what they showed showed her as which I think is important to Wonder Woman, the warrior, which yeah. we kind of fetishized to some degree, like her fighting. But at her core, she has a, a similar set of values like Superman, which is she's a diplomat. Well, I and mean, she that's, comes that's from a culture where actually her, war is like the last ditch effort that we do. Well, it's it's and it's funny that you mentioned that because they just came out with a book right. uh, this week, the uh, Legend of Wonder Woman. And I had a, it as one of my line, pick of the weeks. Yeah, it's fantastic. But there's a line in there that they say where it's like, oh, they're um, they're like great warriors, but like mm-hmm. compassionate in outside of battle. Let's see. I'll find it right now. Because it, it 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 did that particular. We won't. We'll we'll talk about it during picks of the week. But I think the heart of what you're going to highlight is shown in the film. Um, in that she is a warrior, but she's also going to go on a journey. She's going to learn about the human world. Um, Here it is. It's a uh, ruthless in battle, but never cruel in conquest. Yeah, and it's like like that. Yeah, I do remember says that. a lot. That was where good. it's like, yeah, they'll. They are capable of messing you up. They yeah. are clearly capable of wrecking your shit. Right. But they, they're not evil. Not like, that's not like the first thing that they're they're aiming yeah. for. It's it's Aristotle, as somebody who is like diehard Marvel Cinematic Universe, what was it that stuck out that you enjoyed about DC's rollout? Um that stuck out like amongst yeah. all of it? Yeah. Um just a better Suicide Squad trailer. Yeah. Uh, I still, I didn't, I know you just watched it, but I don't, I still don't know what, if they showed anything new for Batman Superman? For Batman vs. Superman. A few things, yeah. It wasn't, it was, it was more like, because I feel like there's probably a degree of like, well, we've shown a lot of this already. Let's not show too much. Let's show the entire movie already. The thing that I liked from the Batman vs. Superman featurette, which, um, still not ends, which was, uh, (laughs) Jeff Johns and um, Kevin Smith talking about it. Spoiler alert, um, the Justice League gets together. And Kevin Smith is uh, uh, one of the members. Uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, <clears throat> no, they they were talking, and there was an excerpt um, where Henry Cavill is talking about, through Superman's eyes, what Batman is. Because we get a lot of, since we've set this in the world of Man of Steel, how Man of Steel is the person at question. But Batman's also as much you know, to be interrogated and questioned and, and suspect um, in everyone's eyes because of how new we are to understand them. So Henry Cavill talks about this guy is as much a criminal as the other criminals, yeah. you know, and that's always at face value. That's what it looks like. Batman is a vigilante that thinks he's above the law and who is he to make the shots? We know him as like a hero, but yeah. It's always the case of like, who is this crazy guy like going around? He looks that. as weird as the you know villains, and the Superman. That's the distinction he's drawing: is this person's as much a criminal as whoever he's <laughs> claiming to fight? Yeah. Um, and the featurette highlights a little more, which we could have you know pretty easily deduced that Lex is going to be a puppet master in the background, pulling the strings um, and things like that. But I think it. It better highlights why the two are fighting is because of how easy how easily it is to make their outward appearance look like something that would um, conflict instead yeah. of instead of work together. Um, 
Yeah. And then with the rollout, we saw interviews of of the remaining heroes. Well, not all the remaining heroes, but the um, ones they've announced so far of Aquaman, Flash, and Cyborg. Mm-hmm. And it was cool um, because yeah, Jason Momoa, like just in speaking about Aquaman, made me go, oh my God, that is going to be such a badass movie when it actually <laughs> rolls out. Um, and and I think the 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 path that he's going to walk is going to be similar to Wonder Woman's, which is Atlantis and Themyscira, both these worlds that yeah. are on Earth, we just don't really know about, and they have these civilizations. And so he's going to come to grips with sort of his own human um, side, um, much like Wonder Woman. This very existential, like, human delving into, like, that part of yourself. Yeah. Um, and I think it's cool. The other thing they talked about, Cyborg, because he, in, in Jeff Johns' Justice League, they they go to him, and it's always kind of like, uh, what 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 are we trying to do with Cyborg? And I think the thing that they hit about him is how prevalent he is to today's like tech-heavy society. Yeah. yeah. Of being this person that's into anything, yeah, he's 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 always on the grid. Internet, yeah. So I I think whoever pens cyborg is gonna have fun. That's something Mm -hmm. they kind of like go into in a lot of the comics. Him trying not to lose his humanity to his his machine Machine. side, yeah, and trying not to. uh, I guess it's it's harder sometimes for him to like sympathize with with things when his brain's that like yeah logical Yeah. yeah. The outpour of information, yeah, um, that would be coming through, of sort of already being able to assess like what's happened through, yeah. you know, um, yeah. And then Flash, it was interesting because Ezra Miller was talking about it, and it is almost to this point, like, because they, which is a good problem to have. They've done such a good job with Grant Gustin's yeah. Flash that it's kind of like where where are you going to take the character differently? Um, and I don't know if the rollout like made that clear, drew that distinction enough. Mm. They just got me excited um, to watch. Yeah, and I think Ezra looks like a good Flash. Um, so yeah. yeah, I think it'll be fantastic. Uh, I'm excited for a lot of the stuff they showed. Um, they didn't really show a lot of the character designs, which I would have liked. To no, see they a were lot pulling more. from art. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's at but... the point where. That's close to happening. Yeah. So whatever they kind of showed there, I'm, I'm I'm in my head already going like oh, that's probably not going to be final. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Other than Jason Momoa's Aquaman, which yeah, looks yeah. awesome. Yeah. Because I mean, we already got to look at that anyways. Yeah. Um. Before we, uh, that's sort of what I had for like news, news. Um. Yeah, but in terms of else. like uh store news, we um other than the signings that we did at the top of uh, the show. Um, and talked about those. Um, I left out the Bitcoin ATM. We are now the only comic shop in the world with <laughs> a Bitcoin ATM. Um, and that has been already um, getting a lot of people coming in to buy and sell their Bitcoin here in the shop. Um, it's funny because for the first like 
two, three days that it was here, people would show up and I'd be like, oh, yeah, this Bitcoin on. machine is not fully operational. <laughs> and they would be, and like, they'd be like, I don't get your reference. And I'd be like, oh. And then they'd be yeah. like, so can I really not use it? And I was like, yeah, I can't. These were also, one of the one of the pairings was two people on hoverboards, which I think we've talked oh, about. Yeah. And like they almost like broke our front door trying to come through. And yeah. uh. <sighs> I... I didn't give them a look, but I was kind of like, I don't understand what's happening until they like just were gliding through the store, and I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, uh, like young gods, yeah, hailed down just from flying. Olympus. And then there was another um, cannot touch the ground. Another thing that was happening, uh, you were testing a snare drum. Oh yeah, like inches yeah. from this recording studio. What that was that was just cool. It was. I gotta like bang on. Is that your drum? Yeah. I got to bang on Aristotle's snare drum yeah, yeah. with coat hangers yeah, from yeah, down yeah. in the store to yeah, test yeah, how... how <laughs> do you want to throw the giggity in now? Yeah, you did. No. Okay. No um, and uh, yeah, I, we were testing out how it could be heard in the space because it sounds like you want to move your drums in since Francisco's okay with it. Ooh, I, don't, I don't know if that's something we should, we should be throwing up on the podcast. Just because well, it, 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 it was just like a... Almost a joke. I and yet not a joke. And yet, and yet keep it veiled. Yeah. I I uh, basically I'm asking for permission to play them once they're moved in. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll treat uh, them. Okay. I'll uh, treat them. <laughs> some other news that's just like a quick fact. That yeah. There really isn't much to say, but uh, it's a little sad. Is that uh? Oh no. Star Wars Episode Eight got pushed back. Oh yeah. To yeah. December of uh, they 2017. Just, they just wanted to do well. Yeah. Where, what what was it originally slated at? Some, I, uh, I don't know, but it was something like they pushed it back nine months. Yeah, that's fine. It, it's fine, but it's also like, oh, Well, it's December of 2017. That's the thing is like... I think we're just going to have a Star Wars every December now. That's going to be their Christmas yeah. present because we get Rogue One at the end of the year. We're getting like really... I'm fine with that because it's more time we're getting to work a, on Yeah, it, we're but... getting a little impatient here. Like, yeah. that's... Yeah. Two years. <laughs> I need this crack before, yeah. Episode Star Wars. It's like okay. just relax. Like people were treating Batman versus Superman. It got pushed back to March, and people were like, "Oh!" And it's like, well, twenty twelve was when we got the last Dark, Dark Knight Rises. You know what I mean? It's this. it's like four years is usually when you're taking your time with something. Did what you, it takes. Did you notice this online? I don't know if you did, but uh, I saw a lot of people like commenting on the Suicide Squad trailer saying, like, I'm more excited for this than Batman versus Superman. I hope so. That's a lesser-known yeah. property. Yeah. I, I, want, I want that to be the case. And not, not to compare, but do you think this is, might be their, their Guardians of the Galaxy? I, I don't think that's, like, unfair to compare to yeah. at all. Uh, I... If that it's is a the group case, of mostly unknown heroes. Yeah, if that's the case, I want it to succeed like Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. No, I, I want it to too. And the thing that I think's interesting that they're already showing because they're showing Joker and Batman um, in that is I think this is going to be more, or maybe it's just because of the way that DC's doing something different than, say, Phase One of Marvel mm -hmm. is that inclusion of that like cross intersection yeah. of it feels cool in a way where. You might think it looks shoehorned, but to me, it just makes the world more fleshed out. Yeah, is that conflict could be could come back again the same way that Batman vs Superman and Man of Steel are borrowing the huge um, uh, terraformer machine. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just feels like this narrative actually has a a knowledge of the text that came before it. You know, uh, 
Captain America has... Uh, they're bringing back Steve Rogers' Captain America in the comics. I saw that headline. I and don't know why. They like Daniel Kuna like designed his new costume for him, and I do not like it. I don't. Blue I don't shield, get it. Right? Do you mean? Do you mean? Um, Sam Wilson will not be Captain America. Oh, I think uh, that was only a matter of time. Running at the same though. time, but I think like how Bucky was Captain America for a while. They're just gonna oh. like at some point be like, Ooh. but really though, did we? Falcon. Did you not think that? Did you yeah. just think it was gonna be longer? No, it's just. <sighs> Like it's it's no I I want I almost wanted just to have Captain America stay old longer and have him be kind of like a oh. Batman Beyond. Oh, got you. Yeah, um, that would have been a good way. Yeah, to go. so yeah. just you wanted you wanted Sam Wilson to be Captain America a little longer. Yeah, but yeah. it's I mean not just that, but I just I don't like the new. Mm. Um. Yeah. There's. It's interesting because Marvel. I'm I'm holding. Silver Surfer number one, which is almost like deja vu because they just had a Silver Surfer number one not that long ago. And that's yeah. sort of like the post Secret Wars fallout is when I look back at sort of the, well, quote, quote, the Marvel that? now, it's like Marvel now, it's like they only got like two trades well, deep they did before now, a, and they did all new like Marvel now, I think. And then now it's whatever. The but all new isn't Wars. dead. Marvel now, I think, is dead. Right, I... <laughs> see that's the thing. It's like they almost like Comics. they're they're almost like oh we shouldn't do like every six or seven or how however many years new fifty two style reboot. Let's just continue to do soft reboots. Yeah, it's and that's weird. I don't know. I don't. I don't even. Usually, I would be like, and that sucks. But I don't know how to judge it from like a business standpoint. To me, a logical like hard reboot. Like New Fifty Two is what I would think. How to not lose too many people? Soft reboot sounds like uh, just slowly letting people go or or not advancing anywhere. <laughs> These books aren't working. We need new books. <laughs> I mean, I, it's I hate that it it's such a small detail, but I hate that it says like Steve Rogers, Captain America. It's like, well, I mean, that's usually who he is. You can yeah. say Captain so America. So that title is Steve Rogers, Captain America, and the other one is Captain America, Sam Wilson. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Um, yeah. Dumb. It's not like, it, but it's funny because like the Miles, the the Miles Morales Spider Man doesn't Spider-Man, say like right? Miles Morales Spider Man. It's yeah. just Spider Man. On the trades, it Duh. does. Duh. No, but uh, for, like the, the ultimate one, yeah. But like yeah. the new one that's coming after. Oh, okay, great. Uh, yeah, I like him. Just... I like Miles Morales a lot. Mm-hmm. I like him a lot. You like that guy? You don't want to get into these books, or you got? Let's you get more on this. Nope. No, I don't. Let's get into These the books. picks of the week. Picks of the week. Picks of the week. All right. Who wants to go first? Um, <laughs> uh, I, I don't. Do you, I see it in your pile a little uh, too. But, um, yeah, the new Wonder Woman. Yeah, book let's jump into it is, since uh, we. It's actually really good. Um, it, title of it is. The title is Legend of Wonder Woman. <laughs> I was just uh, by. Rene Deliz. Rene Deliz, uh, who does the story and the pencils. Oh, that's fantastic. It's and a nice one they are, uh, wear two hats. Ray mm-hmm. Dillon. Uh, it's, it's a lot of I, work. It's a thick book, but it's like really Which is nice. easy to get through. I don't know if when you, you get, get a it. lot of story. Yeah. Uh, it's fantastic. I, I loved it. Um, I loved that it went so much into the, the story of, because it's, it's, it's an origin book. Yeah. 
Um, and I think it's uh, they're doing it to introduce Wonder Woman to get ready for the to uh, a degree for, that's necessary. Yeah, because for, for the movie, I've I've read plenty of stories where the origins touched upon. Yeah, but it's almost like yeah, I mean they I, they I rushed like so people... hard to put her in a modern context with like her invisible plane in those like early years that we didn't get the Themyscira yeah, that aspect and to get of like it. The, the the Steve Trevor thing like exactly in like just shoehorning it. But yeah. it's it's. I feel like this could have been executed very poorly. It could have been a product that would have been rushed. Uh, yeah. Uh, due to the movie and been yeah. like, I just find just like just put something together. Like, do we just need people to remember that she's made out of clay and like fucking go for it? Yeah. But the amount of time that they spent with uh, Hippolyta and like uh, uh, talking about, and they touch upon it a little bit in Gail Simone's run uh, about how they're not allowed to have children, right? Because they're immortal. Mm-hmm. And it's such a painful thing for them mm-hmm. to 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 not have this option or this right, right, and have no decision over it. And the amount of pain that she feels that it almost wills at some point Wonder Woman into existence, like that the island itself feels her pain and yeah. it says, "Here you go." Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not I'm not one like I. I don't want children. No. No, I, I don't. Like, I'm not. Uh, and if I, I, my opinion on it is if I ever do decide I would like to adopt. But it's, I can only imagine how, like, terrible that must be. Like, not having that option. Like, just not being able to do something that like, yeah. you want to do well, in that type of way. And, and, and just. We are talking about a, you. A, a female protagonist. And that I, too, yeah. I, I think, um, I mean, I am a male reader. But I, I, when I think of a female protagonist, um, in what I consider a, a a book that's really taking a a female protagonist seriously, it can either be the the wanting a child, yeah, and and receiving the child, um, not or, or wanting a child and not receiving, and like the pain that that would be, kind of like you were alluding to. Or the complete, like, I have the capacity to grow a child inside yeah. of me, and I reject that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's, when I when I think about that, that's what's unique to a female protagonist, you know? Because all the male heroes don't need to think about that. They yeah. can decide to be a father or not be a father. Like, it's the choice of, yeah, but it's and it not a... Yeah, it seems like, like when they, if they can't, like, naturally have children, it's usually like, hey, look, you have a ward now. And it's like, okay, yeah. I'm a father. I yeah. will treat That's, you like my son. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So many of them. Yeah. Um, which is also a, a great message. But I think it was sort of the thing that we just weren't letting Wonder Woman potentially or or come across, not necessarily through her, but yeah. the characters in her through storytelling. Her yeah. yeah. It's, it's this kind of like, well, this is kind of a boys club, so we need her to fight and keep up with the boys. We yeah. don't need to get into any of the real like feminine um the other th- elements. The other the thing about that too is that I don't feel like uh currently in 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 most of the comics it really ever touches upon her relationship to Themyscira. Yeah. And this how she is born of the island. Yeah. And so feels the island a lot more. Yeah. 
I guess than than everybody else. Until you highlighted that because there's a black mist that's rolling through. Yeah, and she can sense <laughs> much it. Much like in, in lust. <laughs> and ooh, it, ooh mm-hmm. and getting saucy. And um, uh, she she senses it, and not too many other people are, yeah. are sensing it. Like, but that's also because they introduce this new element of she's not allowed outside yeah. of the. I don't. What would we call that? The, the grounds of yeah. the city, yeah. Um, and the the there's island a, as a, a city, whole, and then there's the island, and yeah. then there's the outside world, yeah. Which I, I don't know. They show Zeus, and he's sort of creating, yeah, Themyscira, Which that was another interesting thing too that they that he had the the foresight after they battled the Titans to be like, we we can't be on Earth anymore. We yeah. we're doing more damage than we are good. We need to yeah peace out yeah and and. In introduces an element, the Amazonians, yeah. to better like, and that's what I thought was cool was that Zeus is often depicted as this like asshole because in well, cause he is, yeah, yeah 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 in Greek mythology, yeah. you, if you know all yeah. the plot points <laughs> of him, he is an asshole. I mean, but also like all of them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but yeah. Zeus was king. Of and the yeah, uh, it's Wonder Woman kind of says that too. Uh, where she's like, "Oh, what am I supposed to learn about like the like drunken adventures of like uh, uh, what's the name? Uh, can't remember his name. He, he didn't like. Oh he, yeah, he because like, another part of the story is that the entire time, um, Hippolyta is trying to. Um, Oh, because yeah, because Wonder Woman's not immortal in this. Yeah, and yeah. I think in that degree, she's being overly, mo- overtly motherly. Yeah. Um, well, that's and, that's the thing. And like, you, you like, she finally has this daughter that she wanted, and now it's like a mortal child. I need to keep her safe for forever. Right. And the belief that our our goal should be about peace; it shouldn't yeah. be about war. So she abstains from teaching her any of the yeah, fighting. Which I mean war. but the the her teacher highlights upon that too about mm-hmm. how her pseudo teacher, uh, almost like a like the hound in Game of Thrones. Which yeah. I, I felt like I was getting not to the degree like of like reluctantly se- accepts to teach her. Yeah. Um but she put, touches upon that how like there's been this like era of peace now and everyone's gotten soft yeah. for for lack of better words. Yeah. Um, it doesn't. It's not necessarily to the degree of of like a George R. R. Martin like fleshing out yeah. the lands, but this was a side of the mascara that I felt like had been untapped of yeah, like defining. It, 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 it added a lot into the mythology, especially that that part where they talk about how the gods decide to uh, who and which which uh, um, Amazons will have children, and which ones won't, right? And then that they decide like which jobs. Uh, they have, yeah, and how there's the, how it's like, really the, the lightly is, touched upon, yeah. How but... the culture is like separated into like, uh, oh, like go over there, like the Haiti, like the yeah. people who worship Hades, they're and the warriors. It's and interesting the... because it's told through the kids. Yeah, the kids are already aware of like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to be. Yeah, and and then they're like, well, um, don't bother asking Diana because it's clear as day she's gonna be queen yeah and she looks like she wants nothing to have with that. yeah like she's, she's just like i'm so it. over this like bubble yeah she's like i need to explore which is again something that they show yeah in so the it's, featurette it's, it's, it's for wonder like woman a... the film is this like sense of i need to go out and understand what humankind is well because they they almost relinquish that part when they when they of themselves when they uh get you know, absconded onto the island yeah. is pretty much like they don't want the fetters. Yeah, because they're of supposed to be humankind, but they they don't like that. They don't know. Yeah, 
they, about it. They they've pretty much turned their backs on on yeah. humanity. Being you know, like, this is too much of a shit show. We we want nothing to yeah. do with it. So in short, um, by the legend of Wonder Woman, it is yeah. number one. We didn't really um, touch upon the art, but the art is fantastic. It in this. is. Yeah. Uh, uh, I. It's very. Uh, it reminded me of like the Hercules animated movie. Oh yeah, um, everything's very bright. Yeah, and it's like the the like the it's very bright with a lot of darkness around it. It's, yeah, I, I I just love it. The colors are fantastic. Like it's the the way the panel layouts are great. Like with the like using the the, the clouds and the smoke and, and just different things to. It, it felt like a a you're observing the story, but it's almost like um you you know that it's like a storyteller telling this into the story. an animated feature yeah. uh, it would do i yeah. feel it would be perfect it, it would yeah it definitely would um aristotle what was your pick of the week uh i had one mm-hmm. only had time for one that's okay uh, but i really enjoyed it it was amazing forest number one from idw was it pretty amazing it was, was it was point? amazing uh a little bit foresty. Uh, <laughs> it was written by Eric Freitas and Ulysses Farinas. Bad with names. But it's four different stories with four different artists that are all so different that I, it's, uh, I'm shocked that they were written by the same people. But all of them are great. The first one is Tank, uh, and it's about these guys that have been stuck inside of like this giant mega tank. Uh, oh, is war- it the thing on the cover? Uh no, or does the cover the, have the, anything to do with the story? The cover has nothing to do with the story. Amazing. The cover is in there's, fact. I know there's amazing. two covers, it's, but that cover is, is fantastic. Which was done by Ulysses Farinas, who yeah. wrote it. Holy shit! Who uh, what a talent! Uh, <laughs> he's a he's it, the cover Jeff looks a lot like uh, yeah, very Jeff Darrowy. Yeah, yeah. There's like a lot of minutiae detail. In and I and um I commented that I almost uh, thought it was someone in Brandon and, Graham's camp of friends, or you know himself. James um, Decoe as well. Yeah, yeah. like and, a, like a cross section between. And um, the you highlighted. So is it different writers and different artists, uh, or is it the same group, just four different stories? Same writers for all of the stories, but each story has a different artist. So Got the it. artist for Tank is what? Julian Defoe. Nice, I think. But they're in this giant mega tank. There's uh, the world is taken over by slime people that <laughs> they think can read your thoughts, so they'll like transform into people you love but yeah. you just have to kill them and they like do this every day three of them are soldiers one's a scientist and he's like i fucking hate this these guys are like neanderthals <laughs> the I have worst to wa- i have to watch my my wife and child die every day and they don't care and so uh it's they're all super short yeah. uh but it's great other story wolf mother which was uh it was a weird one but not to be confused with the band not the band, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna Art say, was, please uh, tell me they made an appearance, but no, I felt no, no. like it was unlikely. Uh, Matt Rhoda uh, was the artist. Uh, it's this child running with the dog, and it's like the 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 narration is like, "There's killing in the world, and we got it to stop. I just got to get to Mama. Mama will save us." And you're watching this boy run, and he like kills this wolf, and then there's a like a woman in armor who like takes her helmet off, and she's got long blonde hair. She's very much the mama. And then they, like, meet in this castle. And he's just like, I gotta find mama. She'll help me with everything. And the child and the mom meet. And then the mom turns into a wolf. And she's there to save the dog that the child had stolen. And she kills the boy. And then the the narration was from the wolf pup. And the mama was 
crazy. And I was like, oh fuck, I love this. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, oh shit, you just Twilight Zone me. <laughs> uh, next story was Ronnie the Robot by uh, art by Melody Often. It's this woman who's on a farm with her daughter, her son. Her son. Her husband has been away at war for like three years. Uh, she's running this farm by herself. Next day, there's just this giant hunk of armor in the field. It's the husband, and uh, he kills two dudes. But the whole town is like, it's fine. Those guys were assholes, which I thought was kind of weird. But they were just <laughs> fine with the death of these two guys. Fuck uh, those guys. And after a few months. One of them owed me money. They they, were, they they had mentioned that like these suits have a weird AI that have that have been known to go haywire. Oh, uh, nobody was like. But, no, but then like he says like uh, he gives a date that I forgot, and it's like that was our wedding day. I knew it was you, yeah. And then he says like I'm too traumatized. I don't want to come out of the suit just yet. And then so three months. It's passed. funny how like that is something that. Is like, oh my god, it must be you because my phone reminded me that <laughs> yeah. I had to be, I had to be somewhere that. Which and it would just yeah, sure like a mech suit would be like, yeah, hey, uh, hey, obvious see. like date of wedding. Hey, you've got three events today. Also, it's this motherfucker's birthday. You never talk to, so you should post something on his wall. Yeah, yeah. just saying. Yeah, and I, I got a notification from my email, just like that Hisami had like typed up <laughs> and like it was like hey don't forget you have this meeting today and I was like that was just an email and you're like turning it into a notification nice. crazy tech <laughs> crazy tech, tech people it's nuts it's in your pocket and uh, also in your go su- cyborg also in your suits of armor go ahead <laughs> I, uh, I feel like I shouldn't be giving away these endings uh, if, so just just, just all right, you, well, you did one twist yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah. alright I'll leave the rest ambiguous don't uh, just don't tell us about the rest okay. of the stories. Yeah. Well, there's only one good, story left. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and the art was by Yumi Sakagawa, who is an awesome zine person. She's a fantastic. And it's called Bird Watcher, and it's about this weird bird watcher, and it's really about his relationship with his wife, but he's just so obsessed with bird watching. So, Aren't Amazing Amazing yep. Forest, what's that? It's a little bit like Island. That's what I was gonna say. It's yeah, like, yeah, I enjoy those books. Like, yeah, they're great because you get four th- stories in them, and even well, if you don't like two, those books are also them. delivered as a trade. Yeah, they're like basically huge. Yeah, yeah, Island, yeah. yeah. Island is, <laughs> Island is like I want my monthly trade. I used to buy, uh, um, I forgot what it was called. It's this like big thick anthology, um, and it, there's been maybe like six or seven of them. Uh, but Image did something like that too, called Pop Gun. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. um, where they had like a bunch of their uh, creatives like put stuff in, in the there. the boombox mixtape. Those are yeah. always great. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Vertigo's uh, different quarterly books. Like yeah. last year oh, was uh, uh, CMYK, and this one it was like uh, SFX uh, or SFX, VFX. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The last one that came out was like Whack or something like that. Mm. Those are always good. Yeah, yeah. I love I, I love I love anthology books. Gets, gets a lot of flavor. I feel yeah. like it's a good way too for like participation like if something really resonated and you were like i enjoyed that sampler yeah. then it, you could easily just like tweet go or something like that work. and say i like this please develop this yes yes yeah. yes plus i feel it's easier for a team to like put together like a four page like story right and be like this is what we're about this is our work yeah mm-hmm. come check out the rest of it yeah yeah uh Derek, what was your other pick um my other pick was batman and i i just feel this like 
it's Batman. Which I've There's, read a lot online is very uh, fantastic. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's getting really going. Yeah, this issue in particular, there's so much going on. Yeah, there is uh, a lot because when we last left off, um, Batman was sat on a bench with what we understood to be the Joker, who mm. also didn't remember mm. being the Joker, or that's how we understand it. Um, and in this issue. Um, this is also Jim. Jim Gordon is like being completely thrashed by Mister Bloom. Mm. So our Batman is meeting his former nemesis in the same mind as as what he had. And Jim Gordon's Batman. It's being clear that like in whatever capacity that Jim Gordon um, is going to be understood as Batman from here on out. Like if he steps in again. Mr. Bloom will be his Joker. Oh, so they're defining okay. it as the, pretty much as that of Mr. Bloom is saying, I am here not because of the old Batman. The old Batman was just somebody that wanted to take the law in his own hands and was only through his capacity. He truly could be incorruptible. Mr. Bloom is saying about Jim Gordon's Batman is I was created because of him. He basically stands for somebody that's assuming the mantle, yeah. but also has this military presence so behind again, him. The, uh, the whole like right. every time you light a candle, you cast a yep. shadow. Yep, the same thing with and uh, what what came with Batman and is an ancient idea of like yeah. the the greater good that comes, also the greater evil yeah. that that comes because that person needs to be there, stopped. There has to be a balance. Yeah, of the force. Mm. Um, so basically. Bloom has hidden seeds mm. that, and he instructs people, all you have to do is, if you want superpowers, cut open your skin, put the seed in, and you'll get powers like all of us. And there's one of his Bloom henchmen that looks exactly like him that is like, hey, that wasn't part of the pl-. And he just like does this thing that Mr. Bloom can do, who Mr. Bloom, if you don't know, looks like um, th- uh, Slender Man. It's, yeah, I, I like the design like, that it's yeah. like very simple, but also yeah. super creepy. It is. It is. It's terrifying. Um, and so this Mr. Bloom henchman who looks like him uh, just gets one of Mr. Bloom's like l- elastic, like sharp pincer fingers through the mouth and just is dead. So you can understand there's an element of Mr. Bloom wasn't very forthright yeah. with them, but he's trying to recruit more people the same way that essentially Gordon has a bat army now. And that like at the end of this issue is sort of what's happening is he's like incapacitated. He said, let me go after Bloom myself in a, in a Bruce Wayne Batman way. They don't believe that he's going to be able to take it. So they hire the bat sentries to come out, which a lot like say like Iron Man three, even though Mm -hmm. that's weird. Um, or kingdom come how he has the actual bat sentinels. Um, that's when, these like this like bat army is coming to take on the blooms which then we get into the sort of um winter soldier element of like what is shield you know what i mean could this bat army come in handy against taking on another army uh, of blooms how incorruptible is a bat yeah. army yeah. yeah yeah so that's what's cool that's what's happening in the like larger scope and it's peppered in with these moments with batman and the joker bruce wayne and uh joe and um, there's a point where um, Joe is at the um, 
pond talking about how nice this pond is. It used to be fettered with like tons of insects and like some of the most insidious insects, which like would uh, eat away at the tongue of a fish and then like replace the fish's tongue with their body. (gasps) That exists because I remember going to an aquarium. Which, yeah, learning about this, which I was like, "What?" Yeah, yeah nature's frightening. I know, and so <laughs> Damn, nature, you that, Yeah, no, and that's seriously. that's basically what Mister Bloom is saying: is like there is only one thing that's nature, and that's a weed, and that's what we're coming to understand. Bloom is is he's a weed. He's like the nature of everything is a hostile takeover, um, and so that's basically what he is going to do. And Joe is is sat saying how nice this pond is now. It used to be a, a terrible thing. And um, he pulls out a gun um, to say, I and like at first you're like, whoa, is this like the gun that killed Batman's parents? Like, what is this gun? And he's like, I've been coming here because I've been wanting to kill myself. Yeah. And this place is Very so serene that I know I couldn't kill myself here. And every time I come here, I just put the gun away and I no longer want to kill myself. Then there's a point where he's about to kill himself. And then they do that classic trickery of boom. And you're like, oh, he just blew his head off. But it was the boom of the skirmish between Bloom and um, and uh, Gordon. Gordon. Mm. Yeah. So definitely thought Joker offed himself in front of a bat that didn't realize. And the close of this is with Alfred not responding to a door that's knocking and crying. Because he understands who's at the door, and it's Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And you suddenly realize with this cliffhanger, it's a weird cliffhanger at first. You're like, oh, it's just just Alfred. But who is the last? Yeah, he says, let me into my cave. And you realize that Alfred is really the last line of defense for Batman fully realizing himself again. Yeah. Because Alfred, in the same way of Dark Knight Rises... um, it's like you're so close to just like having a life if and he, leading yeah, a happy if he life. Could, if he could help it, Alfred yeah. would would Yeah. And he's just like you're not so close let him to this be Batman. But please, I want you to live a happy life. Him watching like his son go out there and like kill himself. Yeah. To that degree because of some vengeance that he can't like let go of. And that that is the ultimate thing is vengeance is what well, he can't I mean can't, that and and the fact that at some point at some point, he just enjoys being Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he needs it. Yeah. Uh, that was one of the things that um, uh, they do in, 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 in one of the movies where, where they talk Dark to him. Dark Knight? No. Uh, it wasn't Dark Knight. It was like one of the previous ones. Um, oh. But they, he says that. He's, he's like, he's like I'm not Batman because like I need to be or because... Like, I choose I, to be. Yeah. yeah. It's because I... Batman forever. Yeah. 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 He's like, I want to... Like, say what you will about that movie, but it's it's that... that oh, yeah. That moment where he's like, he's the full realization of, I don't need to keep doing this. Mm-hmm. I want to keep doing this. Yeah. It's just... That's always been amazing to me. Yeah. Yeah. It it This was a really good issue. And to me, it was... Because I, I'll be honest, like this run for whatever reason, I don't know if it's just like whenever somebody like steps into the mantle of the hero, it's like, oh, well, it's not Bruce Wayne. I don't need to keep reading. Mm-hmm. Like there was some readership that was lost, but the story is so, so good. good. Yeah. And I don't know if it's like they 
like you know it, it's people who ultimately well, have to pay for this I so feel, i don't know if it's they were just waiting for i want to hear if it's good then i'll get the trade i feel like they, but it's that's, like that's largely uh what happens with the combo community if like, yeah. there's like too much of a change the change or they're like, like oh but this is my they, like get rattled yeah. and they're like it, it, yeah 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 and and so issue to issue this has been such a an awesome story and i think all it is is like that fear that what if it goes south or what if it like flatlines and it just doesn't it's been consistent and it's been awesome i think it was it was the fear of like almost like the azrael batman where it's like oh it's not like yeah yeah which turned out to be so awesome like azrael batman was so cool and he had to become batman again to like yeah to take him in a very like rocky three-esque of like oh i got beat by mr t yeah I need to learn what it means to be Rocky again to beat him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, nice. But uh, no, yeah. it was, uh, it, this run has been fantastic. It's it's really mm-hmm. sad to see Capullo go. Yeah, um, for sure. His art yeah, has been, he's been so, so good. solid. And I still, but I'm he's trying not, to think. Is it, it if, is it for sure? Sh- it's he's only going for four issues confirmed that I heard. After the four, I don't know. Yeah, he's gonna go do a Merlar book, which. Um, they made it sound like it's just four issues without Capullo, and then he's back. Still tough. Still tough. Yeah, but I mean, uh, we're on pause now us. because Justin from uh, XSN is just rubbing his nipple, looking into the podcast room like a creeper. Yeah. Follow him at uh, Justin Sewell. Is that right? He's not even responding to <laughs> a Twitter plug for him. He's just continuing to rub his nipple and disappears. Nice into the night, uh, into a room. With no. Hisami and Gil. So, but like Batman. <laughs> um, so, yeah, all in all, fantastic issue. I, yeah, if you did not read any of the Gordon run, please please go pick it up. Yeah. It is and I think this is going to come to... The most insanely fantastic thing, uh, one of those things that you probably think would not work. Yeah. Um, changing the dynamic that way, but it's just that. And then seeing Bruce Wayne in a not... In, in just a, a happy-go-lucky... Hey, I'm just this guy. Yeah. Kind of a way. Snyder has done a really good job of understanding what a climax is. You know not what I mean? That, but the characters as well. well like, the char- mm-hmm. For taking, sure. He not, can sustain a story. Him, but like taking them in these like new directions and going like, yeah. they can be so much more than you well, thought they were. When I think of Death of the Family and Endgame mm-hmm. and even Court of Owls and this now, like I haven't been giving the quite the climax yet but it's like yeah he just understands he's, what he's a payoff an, is run, like, you know like the court of vows being bruce's hubris of like this is my city this is like just yeah. i own this city there's they like, were like nothing we came new. before and you they're like no fuck you yeah you don't own dick yeah and then with the the whole death of the family of like the he's done this many times where he's broken people's trust because he's who he is yeah and is very keeping everyone at arm's length but like the people who they thought were closest to him and him not telling them these things that that could have endangered them yeah and just their trust in him being shattered right Mm -hmm. and he's put he's i feel like he's put batman through all these ringers and then finally taking away like being batman from him yeah uh with with the last uh with the last thing that happened with him being the joker uh, yeah. After that last just issue, so good. I was almost kind of expecting like a whole issue of just them sitting on that bench and talking and thinking like, I'm not 100% sure what they would say, but I would love that. And yeah. I uh, well, Snyder I think there was a, almost a, he didn't <laughs> so, want to. You got Netflix? He, <laughs> he didn't want to indulge. What? 
what have you, you been watching lately? Uh, oh, you know, mostly comedy specials. Catching <laughs> From up with, 2001. Catching up with friends. Did you know that show was a good show? They just like, <laughs> whenever they... <laughs> But like they, they have like, like something, their their memory starts can, at like nineteen eighty. Yeah, because I can imagine either of them like having ever like sat down to watch like a. <laughs> but yeah. but something he, along the lines of there's there's one specific episode of I Family just want Guy one that villain never to come up that's like the Riddler it. and all his questions are like pop like culture oh, questions that Batman would in be real like, life. I have no idea what that like, is. What? <laughs> I don't watch TV. <laughs> there's a there's he's a, like I know I know that's why I'm the ultimate villain. I I, I think um. <laughs> Cacophony or um, Winding Gyre, one of those. Um, uh, Nightwing calls him Squidward. And then <laughs> Batman straight up, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> and then he's like, watch TV every once in a while. <laughs> it was pretty good, Kevin Smith. Yeah. This is why I'm a better Batman than you, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to waste my time with SpongeBob fucking Squarepants. <laughs> uh, yeah, so can't say enough praise for Batman. Yeah. Eddie, last pick. Uh, my last pick uh, is uh, Hellcat issue two. Um, it's by Kate Leth and um, uh, Blarg, uh, Brittany L. Williams. Um, this that was book almost Blarg. Yeah, has been fantastic. <laughs> um, it's it's changed the character of, of Hellcat uh, from from being so demonic and kind of like a. a uh, Truly rooted in hell, kind of. Um, it, it's it it touches more upon her like I guess initial Marvel origins of uh, kind of like they do in Jessica Jones, where she was previously a character from romance comics. We're also getting season mm-hmm. two, throwing that out. In, by the way, uh, yeah, season two Jessica Jones. Can't wait. Uh, it's gonna be fantastic. I I am hoping they go a lot more into uh, her uh, stuff with. Um, with uh, uh, the company that that created her, uh, or gave her the superpowers, more or less, um, because of the accident. But this issue is just uh, Patsy. Patsy's mother uh, wrote those comics. Yeah. In this universe. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> can and you can you define Hellcat for me? Because she is a character I don't know too much of. It's it's kind of she's kind of had like a weird long sort of like she's she was like a. a uh, a vigilante who at some point got demonic powers um, and was dating the son uh, or son of Satan, uh, which is a character in the Marvel Universe for a while. She died a couple of times, has come back. It's it's Her character's kind of been all over the place. Okay. Uh, she was in Avengers for a while uh, back in the day. Um, she's in this, for all intents and purposes, in this universe, she was working for for Jennifer Walters, which is a She-Hulk, uh, as her private detective. And is she... Okay. And, and is then... She, is this the first issue? This is the second issue. Oh, okay. And then Jennifer fired her because she didn't have money to pay her. Mm. Uh, and so, feeling down on her luck, she goes out into the world and um, encounters this guy who is using his superpowers to steal, like, money, as, as you would. Uh, and she <laughs> stops him... And he says something to her. So he says some lines to her from Wicked. And she's like, oh, hey, that's from Wicked. And he's like, oh, yeah, you like Wicked? And then they just sit down and have lunch. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, you know, like, I need, I need this money because I, I can't afford this room by myself. And, like, I don't want to be a supervillain. 
but I also don't want to be a superhero. I like I I got these powers and I just I really honestly don't even want to use them. Yeah, I just want to be super. He's like I just want to be <laughs> like I just want to be a normal dude who like goes to work and pays his rent and fucking with other people's money. Uh, no, I mean like he was doing that out of, out of like I guess that. Oh, point. he and wants to renounce that. Yeah, and okay, she's like it. she's like well then don't do that like don't go get a normal. Mm. He's like oh my roommate just bailed and she's like I need a room and so they're roommates now. Mm. Uh. And um, so in this universe, Patsy, Patsy Walker, uh, those comics were written by her mother uh, uh, in a type of like Archie-esque romance novel about her and her best friends. And her best friend, uh, who has apparently the rights to the comics, has been republishing the comics. Yeah. Patsy wanted nothing to do with those comics. And now everyone's like, oh, hey, you're Patsy Walker from the, like, from the comics. Like, that's you, right? And she's like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Leave me alone. Goodbye. Like, just very odd. So, in the Kate Lethway. Okay. In the Kate in <laughs> So the most fantastic Kate Lethway. Is this, like, is the... So her mother made the comics. Yeah, her mother's dead in this. No. Right. So is does this feel very meta? Or is it just like uh, they're defining it as almost like a um, Silk Spectre... Or not Silk Spectre. Uh, well, they do a whole yeah, thing Silk in Spectre. here where she's like... I One and know. two. She's like, I didn't even know kids read comics anymore. Yeah. Oh, um, and then there's a... Which they do. Yeah. Tons of kids in here. There's a part where uh, she decides that because, um, because she's found a lot of superheroes or people with powers that don't... Damn it, Eddie. You keep yeah, having these ideas. <laughs> People with powers that don't want to use their powers in, in a, a uh, I, I guess, battling capability that, hey, I need a lot of heavy stuff moved. That's great. I've got super strength. Mm. So she's she wants to start a group of, of part-timers, like temp job people with superpowers that That's will good. go Interesting, do yeah. temp work for you. But have to get across town in a minute. Exactly. I can fly you there. Exactly. So, uh, so she's trying to start this moped group, hero, but but doesn't have any capital to do so. Mm. So she takes a, in this issue, in the second issue, she takes a job at like a Forever Twenty One type of thing, and there's this like seventeen year old girl bossing her around, and it's just so funny, like the different things that that like are in there. There's one where she has a this girl comes up to her with a a tank top and is like, it says '90s on it, <laughs> and she's like do you have this in leggings? And she's like, what? Why would that be a thing? And she's like, also, this says 90s on it. And she's like, yeah, it's retro. I was born in the 90s. She's like, how old are you? She's like, well, I was born in 98. And looks at her and like grabs some pants that say early 2000s. And she's like, this is close <laughs> enough, right? <laughs> it is so funny. And like she like gets fired at some point like at the end of the book, like calls in like an emergency yeah. to like all her her like... Uh, other female superheroes and she's like they all come like rushing in they're like oh what's the emergency yeah and she's like oh i had a bad day and i just wanted to get burgers with you guys and they're like <sighs> you are so lucky that we had nothing else to do right now yeah the, there that sounds like a commentary on just how nice things are right now you know what i mean like a, like this is a the universe is freshly built so we got to yeah, like we're like we're talking. Yeah, troubles are brewing. Yeah, just not yet. Oh, they mentioned that too at the end. She's like, uh, Valkyrie's like, oh, you remember that like super villain that we all defeated that one time? Like she's coming, and like Squirrel Girl's like, I don't know who that is. And at the bottom <laughs> of it, it says, I guess you'll find out next month. 
Like, it's just, this book is so good. Like, it's just, I love it. Sounds tongue-in-cheek. It, it is, and I, I love that. I love that it's not, like, super, like, serious, serious or, like, super dark or super... But I, ah, I, I do almost wonder, like, that seems to be the thing of, of um, so many Marvel characters now, is almost all of them have to be tongue-in-cheek. There's this like standard now of like kind of, but they I gotta mean, be superheroes, like, but they also gotta be comedians. Now. I'm like looking at this cover and I was like, the this is probably the most diverse group of superheroes I've ever seen on a cover, uh, albeit that they're all women. But oh yeah, like no, culturally I, diverse. Like I just I fantastic. They've been they have been doing a number of advertisements for I feel like multiple books where it's mm. like just. Here's all the female superheroes like being advertised, and I'm sort yeah. of like, what, what is this story right now? And it's just yeah. advertising. Look at all these women together. Not so much the content, but like, yeah, <laughs> that's the promise. Is yeah. like, here, it's a gaggle of women, <laughs> and I'm like, what? Gaggle. Which which title is this? Because I know this isn't. And there's like three that are A Force, A Force, which is get a new writing team. Uh, I uh, the writer of Gem and the Holograms is, is going to start writing okay. uh, A-Force, which is fantastic. Yeah. Um, she also writes uh, Wet Moon and... Oh! Uh, is that Luna? No. Um, I can't remember her name right now. Yeah. I'm really terrible at this. It's but not in wet, the book. Wet Moon is awesome. Uh, yes. And there was a... She wrote another one about a shark attack um, that was really good, too. Uh, and did a couple of covers for Ninja Turtles that were like nice. amazing. Um but her heart's fantastic, and her writing's really great. So I'm like looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's strange to see A Force get a new writing team so early on into the series, right? Yeah. But I'm excited because I like her writing. So I feel like I see I see what you're pointing out, but I, yeah, I, I, about the I've comedians about Marvel and, yeah. and being like, let's get all these hip young writers who are also making, like, their own comics in a zany kind of way. Yeah. And artists who are using, like, bright colors and real stylish yeah. and, like... Yeah. I don't want to say popular, it's but not, popular because they, it's good. I think it's, yeah. it's like that for... They, they've picked the books that they're doing that for because yeah. Daredevil's not like that. No. Exactly. Um, uh, the but I can also see him new Avengers coming run up is not okay. like that. I can't... I, I, I'm still on the fences, too, if I like the art for New Avengers or not. Yeah, I'm... Because it's very, like, 90s Joe Madreira, like... Is that the the one that Alex Ross does all the covers for? Has been doing the covers for? No. Uh, because I... That's I the get, one with Wiccan in it. I keep getting confused between them, but I'm... Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I don't know. No, uh, this, this is the one without Miles Morales Spider-Man. How about that? Oh, okay. Yeah. It's the one with Wiccan, and it's it's pretty much... It's almost like a like a Thunderbolts book. Um, hmm. uh, the only the only new X Men that I actually kept I think up a with, new issue of that series just came out this week. But go on. The only X Men title that I've kept up with because they've done Uncanny now, Extraordinary, and all new X Men. I started reading Uncanny just because it has my favorite uh, mutant in it, which is Phantom X. Oh right, um, yeah. yeah. He's a uh, he's a Greg almost Glenn Deadpool-ish doing... like fan base. Uh, his I feel like his fan base is a lot more like than there's not like a, a big. big. He was a Grant Morrison created character. Yeah, and his like is one of those like almost like super meta. Like he's like a mutant who's pretending to be a French guy, a French thief. Yeah, based upon a character in a comic that was based around a character in a play. 
Yeah, it is. Okay. Also, yeah. his brain comes out of his mouth and turns into a spaceship. <laughs> it's, okay. It's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot that side of Phantom so X. It's so weird, but yeah. I fucking love it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm only keeping up with all new X Men because yeah. I feel like that is, that, is that's the Jeff. That, that no, was the uh, extraordinary X Men is a Jeff Lemire one. Right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. For, all new X Men flagship of the X Men books. Yeah, and and in that I feel like I have a better understanding. Obviously, because Who's I the read cast in all new X Men. It's it, it's basically what it was. Is it the, oh, the, is it the, the time the, traveling, the time traveling yeah, group? Yeah, the time okay. traveling group. And that that to me I feel like is the easiest to track post Secret all, Wars. All new Wolverine has been really good too. Like if it's there's a lot of these books that like is it him and her? No, yeah. it's just her. Oh, okay. It's her, but she's tracking down this. Uh, someone's making clones of her again, mm. and so she's like tracking them down, going like, "No, I gotta shut this shit down." Yeah. Um, but it's 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 really well written. Like it's it's been fantastic. Nice, nice, nice. That feels like satiated discussion. Yeah. I, I feel like we got a lot out. I yeah, forgot about it's this because news, we had so much energy. But I remember reading it that they're working on a Legion TV show. Like Legion, Charles Xavier's son. Oh, they can't. Yeah, they uh, uh, they are. Mm. Uh, it was like an X Men show that they're doing. Yeah. Uh, also, sense. they like canceled or they like passed on that TNT Teen Titans show. Yeah, really? Yeah. Fuck. Oh, Wait, they why t- was it going to oh, be on TNT? Huh. Mm. Uh, I know. Well, it's, be- it, people are always weary about these things, but I feel like we should wait. I almost we get, feel like, like DC is like. Yeah. I I almost feel like if DC is like if we get one of our properties on every programming, <laughs> then we don't have to... We could worry about continuity, but we could it's also not worry about it because it's just a takeover. I'm excited for them to work on a Supergirl Flash crossover, hopefully. Hopefully. Vixen's going to be introduced. Uh, As in, she should. She'll be uh, Into good... uh, Arrow, I believe, which I'm excited about. Nice. Because uh, she's a great character. Nice. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that's been the week. Oh, it's, it's crazy how we uh, we're well rested and we got so much more. It's like, hey, done. Yeah, look yeah. at that. <laughs> so efficient. Uh, two last things that I want to mention before we go. Uh, this Saturday, which is probably when the episode will come out. Uh, uh, I, I can get it out before then. Okay. Uh, well, I'm doing. I'm hosting a convention in Orange County in Anaheim called FatCon. Uh, there's going to be a lot of great artists. The creator of Deadpool is going to be there. Todd Nock, who was the artist on Nightcrawler. Uh, Dave Previous Baker and Nicole Gu, who have been uh, here before, uh, will be there as well. Plenty. There's going to be tons tons of artists. Um, both independent and working for Marvel. Which so you've Danny been, Mickey, who's the inker on the current Batman You've been working be on for quite a while. Uh, yes, for. it's my once a year thing that I do. It's, it's my baby, and I put it together, and it takes me a lot of work. So please come appreciate it. It is free uh, to attend, and you can come say hi to some cool artists and use that money that you would otherwise spend on a pass on them because they deserve it. Awesome. Aristotle, last thought? You said you had two things. Yes, the oh. last thing is uh, hopefully what I would... I uh, hope that we would both mention, which is we are doing a Peanuts art show yeah. on the 5th of February um, with a lot of, uh, uh, of artists, artists, tons of artists, yeah. uh, JQ, JQ uh, Hammer, 
uh, just sent us his piece, and it was fantastic. Um, he is an incredible talent. Um, yeah, uh, very um, Kirby esque. I was um, yeah, I was say amongst the pan- the that's the a pantheon, that's but high realm, uh, that Sam, realm of Kirby. Very Sam much so. uh, uh, Greenberg. Greenberg is going to be <laughs> Sam Spina is, is also uh, in the show, and uh, Sam Smith will also be there. The, crazy yeah. enough. Uh, Snoop Dogg's gonna be there, I heard, and the Black the Kanye not the Black might be there. Kanye's definitely gonna be there. Uh, Beyonce uh, said she would come, but you know how Beyonce is, you know. Yeah. So, well, it's um, just because Taylor Swift is is confirmed because her and I share the I'm same not birthday. Saying so. The proceeds will be going to Bernie Sanders, but they may be going to. Bernie Jesus Sanders. is also set to reappear. <laughs> Just saying. Just um, for this art show. Because they're like, yo, that Schultz but, guy, he was really yeah. nice. We yeah. should all grace. Nick Gazin's going to be there, who did the cover for Run the Jewels. Yeah. Uh, uh, also, art director for uh, Vice Magazine, by, I believe. Yes, yes he is. Um, uh, well, lots lots of wonderful artists uh, uh, will be there. Did I say he'll be there? Because I know he's he's doing a piece for it. I don't know if he'll actually be there because he lives Tom Neely, who's been on our show before, will be there. Isn't your grandma uh, supposed to come too? And my uh, we will be having a quinceanera in the back. Who is dead? Uh, okay. Uh, uh, but there will be so free three... beer and a food truck. And nice. uh, the yeah. food truck's not free, but uh, free there will be free beer and free wine. So I keep meaning to say there will be a food truck and free beer. Also, but... uh, free or five cent psychiatric help. Uh, the doctor yeah. will be in all night. Uh, so <laughs> just come check it out. That is the most confusing part of that tirade. I don't uh, what explain oh, Lucy's, uh, Lucy's psych- psychiatric. Roof. I know. I feel like got it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> peanuts reference. Yes, <sighs> I D minus. Yeah, which that. with today's healthcare <laughs> prices, I believe five cents for psychiatric help goes is a long pretty way. Reasonable. That's why so many of the proceeds are going, going to, to Bernie. Bernie Sanders. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Let's end on a plug. Yeah. Let's end yeah. on a plug for not Trump. Uh, or IDK, Dave Ross's what is yeah, yeah. Dave Ross's I don't Sign. know not Trump though yeah yep. go buy stuff from Dave Ross he's great thank you for coming to Meltcast 3.0 we will see you next week thank you for listening to our show goodbye hey thanks for picking us up like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter we're at Meltcast we occasionally tweet some things and while you're at it Follow at Meltdown Comics. They're awesome, and you can keep up with all of their sales and events. They happen every day. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.